Hi, and welcome to episode 39 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that investigates the art of communication, specifically storytelling, in today's digital world. I'm Amelia Veal, and I believe that stories can evoke powerful emotions, inspire change, and motivate action. By interviewing a wide range of people who have built engaged communities, I investigate and share the secrets to great communication. Part of being human is our ability to hope, to cultivate positivity out of tragedy. And my guest this week, Sonia Ryan, knows this better than most. The Carly Ryan Foundation was set up by Sonia in the wake of her daughter Carly's cruel and untimely death and exists to promote online safety and reduce the abuse of children nationally. Carly's story is the connector or bridge to Sonia's community and the art of storytelling is therefore invaluable to her. From launching their own personal safety app to developing Carly's Law, Sonia and her team embrace the digital world but advocate an educated and empowered approach to its use. An extraordinary woman, Sonia embodies the 110% commitment and focus required to be the drop. And I was honored to speak with her. In today's episode of Be The Drop, Sonia discusses dogged determination, talks about positive connection, and reveals the best way to approach online safety with your children. This is Sonia's version of Be The Drop. Thank you so much, Sonia, for joining me on our next episode of Be The Drop. It's an absolute pleasure to be here at the Carly Ryan Foundation. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's great. Now, you've got your item of significance, mm -hmm. and that's something that connects you with your community and the foundation. Can mm -hmm. you explain that item for us? Uh, my item is a photo of my daughter, Carly. Uh, so she uh, connects me to my community through the work that I do through the Carly Ryan Foundation. Um, and she connects me to the students that I speak to in schools all around the country. So she really is the connector, um, the bridge to the community that creates, uh, you know, a real experience and story. And from there, then we're able to benefit the community in many different ways. So you mentioned there, you know, a few different groups within your community. And I know that, you know, with the, the law legislation you're looking at as well, there's a few different um, layers of your mm -hmm. community. Do you want to just explain that who yep. the different communities are within your overall community? More than just promoting online safety nationally, we're, we're trying to reduce abuse and harm of children. Uh, so that comes along with you know education we do within schools, um, workshops, creating awareness about being safe online, uh, protecting private information, um, who we're connecting with in this space to basically reduce the risk of a child being taken advantage of either physically, emotionally or financially online. But then we're also looking at the inadequacies within our country when it comes to legislation and um, sentencing standards, for instance, and trying to create change for our, for our future generations so that children can go online and, and, and you know, can really have better experiences and not having to worry about criminals taking advantage of them or, or their information. So mm -hmm. we, you know, we've seen this, this shift of, you know, criminals moving from the offline space to the online space to take advantage of youth. And, mm -hmm. and they do that because kids are so spontaneous and 
willing to share their information and, and willing to give so much of their world um, to strangers online and, and you know, um, sometimes believe that what they're reading online is truth. And, you know, sometimes criminals take advantage of those um, vulnerabilities and that innocence mm. to, um, to in, a, in a way to, to harm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, so what you're talking about, creating change and mm -hmm. education, there are really big challenges mm -hmm. and, and what you're trying to tackle is, is a really big challenging thing. How do you find the motivation to keep, you know, keep doing this work? Look, you know, it's not hard to be motivated when we're talking about protecting children from harm and suffering. My daughter was a victim um, of an online predator and she suffered greatly. Um, I think when you know that suffering, that is what drives you. That's what drives the work. And, and um, you know, when we get successes, when we give information to police and police make an arrest um, of an individual trying to procure a child online, that is, a, that is um, what it's all about. Mm. So, you know, we're really getting to the, the heart of the issue, uh, both socially and legally, and trying to make significant changes as as far as I'm concerned with regards to Carly's legacy and the work that we're doing with the foundation is limitless possibility and I, I just refuse to let anybody tell me that I can't there has to be a solution there has to be a way to protect children better to make changes within the community that you know really ensures that our next generation have the best possible chance at having a you know a fulfilling happy life mm. You and know. that sort of, you refuse to say that, you know, that, that, that there's not a solution. Do you think that dogged determination is really important in, mm -hmm. in business in general? Yeah, of course. I mean, look, you've got, to have, you've got to have purpose. And once you find your purpose, um, and, and, and if you have a strong belief around that, then nothing can get in your way. So you've kind of got to find what's motivating whatever it is you're doing. Mm. And just have, you know, just belief in, in your message, whatever it may be. And certainly in the messages that I'm trying to put across, it's pretty easy for me to have that determination and belief because of my daughter, mm. you know, and, and her experience and everything that she lost. And, and you said there, you know, once you've got that belief and, and purpose mm -hmm. and then you can get your messages out, what do you think has been the, the most successful way in getting those messages out? So you've got to remember the internet's not bad and neither are, are, are the ways that we communicate on the internet. It's criminals that use these spaces to take advantage of others. That is, that is the issue and that's what we're trying to um, reduce. Mm. Um, so, you know, there's, a, there's many different ways that you can promote your message. So obviously, through means that people are communicating on every day, um, actively getting out within the community. And uh, for us, it's going to schools to spend time with students, you know, really involving the community. So really it's all about, you know, finding the best way to connect for whatever it is you're doing and then um, embracing those mediums and just trying to keep up with the technology too. Mm. You know, this is the way we're all communicating now and it's very important to know 
you know, embrace those changes. Don't be fearful of them, mm. but have in, have knowledge and be empowered with knowledge so you, that you can make good choices and you can protect your information online while you're mm. making those choices. Yeah, it's interesting because I think that there would probably be a number of people that would assume that you would have a negative um, opinion of these platforms and, and media, no, but it's no. it's absolutely the, the opposite, really. It is the opposite because these mediums were created to connect. As I said earlier, the problem is that criminals have made mm. that migration to this space to take advantage of others. So the problem is a criminal, mm. it's not the platform. So we just need to be making sure that, you know, when these wonderful ways of connecting are being created, that we also really keep in mind the way that you know, somebody who doesn't operate normally, a criminal, somebody who's wanting to take advantage of somebody else may use that medium to harm. Having advisory boards from, you know, people like me that can come in and say, you know, um, this is a fantastic idea, but have you thought of that, that, that and that? And how can we combat, you know, a child from being targeted within your public chat function within mm. your game? Mm. You know, some parents are all over the social uh, networking space and some parents are not. Some parents are really fearful of it. Some mm. find it just too hard. It's just that they, they can't even get their head around it. It's just too difficult. Mm. Um, so what we're trying to do is to reduce that fear, reduce that lack of connection and get families to understand that it's actually quite easy to learn about these mediums. And I know it is a, a thing that a number of parents do struggle with. What I might do is include some links mm -hmm. with the podcast to the yep. resources because I yep. know you've got a number of resources. Yeah, look, you know what, even if people just email us at info at carlyryanfoundation.com mm -hmm. and they can just simply ask for a fact sheet on Snapchat, Instagram, uh, Kick, you know, whatever it is that their child might be using, Minecraft, uh, anything at all, um, we can send a fact sheet across. We provide uh, education seminars to schools all over the country and we all, our most popular seminars are for parents. Hmm. So we often will go into a school, we'll talk to students uh, anywhere from years five through to year 12 um, and uh, we, depending on, on their ages, depending on the content we share, um, and then we provide resources. So. Now what will happen and what happened only just yesterday is we went into a school and the kids are in the car with mum and dad going, oh gosh, you have to go to the parents seminar tonight, mum and dad, that was fantastic. Um, helping mum and dad do their settings on their phones, um, you know, such enthusiasm from the students. And then with the parents coming to our sessions, then all of a sudden that creates communication and connection. Yeah. Then there's no longer this kind of void you know, that's why it's so important to have those difficult discussions to talk mm. about relationships and sex and, you know, cyberbullying and um, how much private information we're putting out there and making sure we're not talking to strangers and making sure that we're speaking about what it means to have good relationships with others and to have integrity and care for others and understanding that everyone has the right to feel safe in this space. Mm. You know? So, you know, and you're, you're dealing with difficult conversations, but what has been your biggest challenge with building the community and building this dialogue and getting out the message that you've been trying to do? What's Probably the biggest challenge? Probably relevance to uh, individuals. So people thinking that they are invincible, that what happened to Carly um, was a really freaky case it would never happen again um, you know it doesn't apply to them and their family that that would never happen to their child that oh no their child wouldn't do that online or they wouldn't communicate like that 
But you know, this is um, this is a borderless crime, um, and uh, criminals target every type of child, from you know the most vulnerable under the the care of the minister, uh, to the most bright, um, you know, intelligent, uh, achieving, overachieving students. So. Um, you know what? Since since I lost Carly, there have been a number of crimes since, and um, she was the first girl murdered by an online predator in Australia. But there have been more since, and um, you know what we want to try and do is is get people to understand that they're not invincible from criminals. Criminals who are opportunistic and looking for any opportunity to access children mm. and access teenagers, and the language they use, the grooming tools they use, uh, nobody is prepared for that. You know, I certainly wasn't. Um, and, you know, never underestimating the ability of a criminal. If they want to access or infiltrate your family or information, your child, they're going to do everything that they can to be able to do that. So without creating fear, it's just about creating, again, that awareness, education, so you're prepared, so you mm. kind of know that this could potentially happen to any child at any moment. Um, and it, it doesn't necessarily mean the outcome would be murder, but maybe the outcome might be uh, social exclusion, um, bullying, mm. um, low you know, self-esteem, self mm. um, a number of, of issues um, that, that are created within society, especially when our kids are trying to keep up with that illusion of the perfect life on social media too. You know, unless you're making money from your YouTube channel or you're making money through your, your Instagram page, you know, I really think there should be less attention um, made and, and more attention to real life and real life connections and, you know, um, creating something for yourself, you know, with the people that, that care about you mm. and your friends, groups and everything and, and putting time into that. You know, often I'll say, you know, don't be busy sitting, scrolling, looking at your phone. Somebody could literally walk past you and you could miss an opportunity to meet somebody, to talk to somebody, to get a job. You know, you don't know where those connections can take you. And I'm not saying never look at your phone. Um, it's just having that balance, mm. you know, um, making sure we're also making time for real life connection and, and conversation as well. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something I'm really passionately interested in as well is that is the human connection and where how are we doing that in a digital world? Mm -hmm. Like what, mm -hmm. what is the fit? Mm. Uh, I mean, when people text message each other, there's no emotion You're not looking at someone's face. So, you know, I see a lot of young people communicating and then going, well, hang on, what did he or she mean? Because they can't interpret what was trying to be conveyed in that text message and they're really puzzled and they might take things the wrong way. When in actual fact, that text message was never meant to to be sent in that way. Mm. And so there's this just, and often I'll say to young people, just talk to each other then. How about that? <laughs> you, know, um, you know, if you're not sure, just communicate with the person, not on Snapchat or, you know, texting each other, like maybe, you know, uh, have a chat sometime. Mm. How important do you think that storytelling is in this education? Oh, it's so important. I mean, the fact that Carlo's experience is real life is what connects me to the kids. Um, then they, they have the confidence to come and speak to me because I'm a mum, I'm not a police officer or somebody from the government. Um, they will come and talk to me about what they're experiencing online, but then they might come and speak to me about their own loss and mm. how to cope. Um, just this week, I had a young girl approach me and says she lost her grandmother four weeks ago and she was teary and, you know, going through that experience. And I was able to share with her, 
you know, um, the fact that that love continues even past death. Death cannot even can, death cannot touch that bond, and that she will always have that with her grandmother. Mm. And so, you know, it's not just educational. It's not just about sharing, you know. Uh, fact sheets on Snapchat, but it, and it's also about that you know real connection I'm able to have with the kids and their confidence to come forward and share. You yeah, know, really. and so for you, that face to face is you know so important, and that's why still I'm you know we're putting through federal legislation. We're trying to change sentencing standards in this country. I'm working with you know Senator Nick Xenophon, Senator Sky Kokoschke Moore. Uh, Justice Minister Michael Keenan, um, you know, wonderful advocates around the country, Hetty Johnson, um, the Morecams, you know, and yet I'm still in schools and I'm still in schools because it's so important. Mm. It's so important to be connected with the kids because they can guide the work. You know, we really need to stay connected to whatever it is that they're facing and feeling and and whatever they're seeing and experiencing in, in this place, because only then can you then make, only then can you be a voice for kids. Mm. Because I'm using my position nationally to be a voice for kids that can't that are not heard. Mm. I could listen to you for ages, <laughs> but I'll, I know you're super busy and you've got a lot on. So, in conclusion, though, can you share with me if you could pick one top communication tip? what would that be? And so I summarise that in your be the drop, Sonia's be the drop tip. Gee, um, learn to connect, you know, take the time to sit and be with each other and, rem and remind your kids um, how much you love them and what's motivating your, um, your questions, um, what's motivating your concern. Um, with the online space or whatever they might be doing. What's motivating that is your love and care for them and make sure you're communicating that always so that that connection isn't lost because once you lose that connection, um, it's really difficult to get back. Um, if you don't have it, endeavour to have it. Do everything in your power to um, connect with your child because nobody knows how long we have here. Anything can change at any time and I for one of course know that. If I could turn back time I would have said so many more things to Carly um, but nothing prepared me for losing her um, and I know that's an extreme situation but you know never lose, never never kind of lose that connection. That's you know love, love is the, the most important connection we have here I, I believe and um, it's really important to nurture that and look after it. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. I nearly got teary a couple of times so I managed to control myself. Thanks for listening to Be The Drop podcast. Be sure to subscribe in iTunes or your favourite podcast app. Leave us a review or share with someone who is looking to improve their communication. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram at B underscore the underscore drop or visit our website narrativemarketing.com.au and click on the podcast tab. If you or somebody you know embodies Be The Drop, email us via podcast at narrativemarketing.com.au. New episodes are released each Monday, so make sure you don't miss out by checking in every week. Thank you.